Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Hey, this is Joe Pesci. And you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Right, Bobby? Right, Joe. You better catch him while you can. Because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, a little bit. That's all. So be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. You should, because he's only going to be around for a little bit. I'm sorry, that's all, a little bit. <laughs> Kimmer should have lived in the dark ages. Thank you. Because he looks terrible in the light. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio. <laughs> hey, safety, you, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's only Just me. a good old boy. It's only the Kimmer with Waylon never Jennings. No harm. And some sad news we just got a minute ago. It's all you never saw. Been in trouble with the <laughs> 12.05 and you are on News Radio 1067. How's it going? It's only me and James Best, the actor known for Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane in the Dukes of Hazard, has passed away at the age of 88. James Best had a brief illness. He had pneumonia. Born in Kentucky, had a lot of TV and film roles through his lengthy career. Kane Mutiny in 1954 with Humphrey Bogart. He uh, was in a, The Left-Handed Gun with Paul Newman. He was on The Andy Griffith Show, Bonanza, Gunsmoke. Uh, he was the uh, silly officer of Hazard County, Dukes of Hazard, from uh, 1979 to 1985. And his co-star, Tom Wopad, who played Luke Duke, said that he was a fine actor, director, and mentor, and an even better friend. And the fellow who played Deputy Sheriff Enos Strait in the series, Sonny Schroyer, wrote that James Best will go down as one of the greatest actors who ever lived. Cool. He formed an acting school where James Best taught Hollywood pupils Clint Eastwood, Farrah Fawcett, Quentin Tarantino, and Regis Philbin. Philbin. <laughs> oh, is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? <laughs> Uh, is that your final answer? <laughs> uh, in 2014, he started the family stage drama on Golden Pond for a community theater in Charlotte. And uh, James Best, who played Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane, Dukes of Hazard, died at the age of 88. <laughs> That's a shame. All right, look out. A couple of birthdays of note here on the Old Kimber program today. Uh, Jackie Chan, the famous Asian actor and kung fu type guy, a martial arts guy. Jackie Chan is 61 today. And um, Russell Crowe is 51, and it was on this day in 2003. Russell Crowe, on his birthday, married Danielle Spencer in Australia. Just for the record. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only me. It's only the camera. we got a billion things going on here today. And Pete's off. Now, he may be in later. I don't know. He's doing. He's got... Uh, a yearly huge like scanning thing stuff. So he's getting his whole body checked. I think he's falling apart one one organ at a time. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so he's not here at the moment. He may be in later. I don't know if if he can make it. He will if he can. But this this is the kind of thing that takes hours and hours. He has to do a couple of different things, and they take time and not that. So whatever. But the fabulous Kara is here. The fabulous Kara is answering your calls, screening your calls, and. uh 
She'll be our, our, our official like uh, co-producer with John Boy today. How about that? Filling in for the gamer. How about that? That'd be fun. And we should get her in. Now, did she put on the outfit I laid out for for the call screening outfit that I laid on with the not the, yet cheesecloth and the no okay no, no. anyway eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven oh let's get can, uh, put uh, Brian on the uh, horn here for me will you John Boy on News Radio one zero six seven hi Brian how's it going how you doing Kimber I'm doing great what's up man well I was listening to the show yesterday sometime around I don't know about the time you go off three o'clock ish yeah. And you said the first person to call in today to remind you of your Lotrimin story would get free Braze tickets. And hey, you I'm know what? I think I did say that. Did I say that? Well, let's by God, then you're going to get them because I'll, and I, I'll, I'll give you your choice. Now, this is great. I'll give you your choice, Brian. I have either two tickets to this Friday night, the home opener against the Mets, two tickets, Friday night, home opener Mets, or uh, four tickets to see the Braves against the Marlins on Monday, the 13th. Two for the home opener Friday or four for the Marlins Monday? Hello. Goodbye, Brian. Thanks for calling. <laughs> you lose. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Two for uh, Friday night. Two for the opening? All right, for the home opener. The home opener Friday night, two days. Brian, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I put him on hold, and uh, Kara, can, she's in the other booth in there. So uh, they, uh, she's got him. Okay, excellent. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the Lotterman story. This was unbelievable. Yesterday afternoon, we're watching, you know, we have the monitors on. And by the way, that Andrea is driving me. N- oh, my God. I mean, that's just not fair. On Fox News, they have the, you know, like the five girls, or four against one guy or whatever. The five, whatever, something. It's a talk thing. And this Andrea, oh, God, she's just uh, unbelievable. Anyway, I, I, can't, I can't watch. Anyway, so yesterday we're watching the TV while we're doing stuff. And there was an ad on. And now, let me set the stage in this. This is, okay, I'm, and now this is... <clears throat> I will explain to you in the best terms I can so that we aren't offensive in any way. I don't want to get particularly bawdy, but it's almost impossible describing this ad. Lotterman TV ad here it was like this. Man and his wife in bed together. Okay? Covers up to their necks. All right? Man and wife in bed together. Covers up to their necks. All of a sudden, um, over the middle area of the male in the bed, suddenly the blankets begin forming sort of a tent. And inside the tent, there is some sort of motion going on. <laughs> like he's driving over a really bumpy road, say, for example. <laughs> so so the wife <laughs> notices, can't really help. I mean, I think we've all been there, guys, right? I mean, come on, you know. So, so the wife can't help but notice what these strange goings on. <laughs> In fact, do we have the, the the actual audio? Here it is. Listen to this. Is how the audio goes. Again, the scene is two the man and wife in bed covers up their necks. All of a sudden, there's a tent over the guy, and there's some sort of you know like going over a bumpy road or some kind of thing. And here's what here's what the actual audio is. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Athlete's foot. What happens is she rips down the sheet. What are you doing? Rips down the sheet, and he's got a stick, and he's scratching his foot. Because <laughs> he has athlete's foot, and he needs the Lotrimin. Athlete's foot can be embarrassing. Lotrimin Ultra released the itching burn. Well, let me put it to you this way. That commercial's gone. It's off. Apparently, they pulled it. I guess it's gone. For, is it run or gone or what, John Boy? I couldn't find it. I, I told John Boy this morning. I said we got to get that spot to play, and it, somebody recorded it. Thank God, but it's. I think it's off the air. I think they pulled it. And again, yeah. this was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and you know, broad daylight, midday on ESPN. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
God. I mean, <laughs> and I have to tell you, I wasn't at all offended. One, because I'm a guy, and, you know, every guy in America knows about the old bed tent. I'm sorry. And it's just, you know, especially with your wife when she's looking at you real funny. You know? <laughs> well, if you really loved me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I guess they pulled it and they must have gotten some reaction or something because we can't find. But anyway, it's a Lotterman ad and it's a very, very, very funny. All right, look out 1212. It's on the camera. We got topics. Newsbreaker Lines is coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Uh, the DUI implied consent law could be in big trouble. Uh, getting the, the, uh, the car thief tried to kill cops. Good work, coppers. Bo Bergdahl wanted to join the Russian mob. Rand Paul's throwing in his hat. So were Hillary Rodham Rodham here shortly. Are they frat suing Rolling Stone? The reaction, Stockbridge politics, Facebook for your divorce, and a sticker that says, keep calm and chive on. I have no idea what that means, but if you do, I'd love to hear from you on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer Now and News, Weather, and Traffic on your ride home. That's what I was saying. Radio 1067. Stand by. Stand by. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Stockbridge, Georgia, where Mayor Tim Thompson not only gives you the key to the city, he tells you where you can stick it. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. The, the newspaper did a big article today on what happens down at Stockbridge City Council meetings and stuff. It's like Jerry Springer show or something. Everybody's talking at me. Yeah, I guess it's pretty spicy down that way. But uh, Anyway, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. And you are on News Radio 1067. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Got your topics, got your issues. News Mega Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor, coming up here in just a minute. In 1970, Midnight Cowboy was named Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And this was something of a controversial move. In 1970, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Midnight Cowboy was the first movie put up for an Academy Award that was rated X. Really? And I think... Um, now, Greg, did they change? Uh, Greg's waiting to say, did they change that to R to make it qualified? I think they didn't. It was an X-rated movie, and then they said, "Man, this is such a great movie. We want to put it up for awards." But they've never had an X-rated movie win the Academy Award. I don't think, right? I, I think it was still an X when it was nominated in one. I think it was reduced to an R later on. I, that may be. I but, think that's what happened. But right? I remember it was, right a, about that. it was a first X-rated movie it put was. up for an Academy Award it and, was. and won it. <laughs> yes, it did. And this, uh, thanks, Ray. And this was the theme song by Harry Nielsen. Everybody's talking. Did you ever see that movie, John Boy? That sounds familiar. Oh, man. See, again, well, it was 1970, so, I mean, this was ancient history to, to millennials. But I'm telling you, if you want to see, a, a, this was a hard movie. It's a rough, hard, gritty, dark, powerful movie. But it's worth seeing if you want to see what a gritty, powerful, dark movie is. And there's a very famous scene in there where uh, Dustin Hoffman uh, plays uh, Ratso Rizzo. And he's walking across the street. Isn't that was a movie? Wasn't it Midnight Cowboy? What he did walking across the street and a cab almost hit him? Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was playing Ratso Rizzo, and he was walking across the street in, in New York, and a cabbie almost hit him. Literally, I mean, a real cabbie in real life, because he didn't know it was filming. And the cabbie was driving along, and 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 uh, Dustin Hoffman goes, "Hey, I'm working here. I'm working here." And that and that's that they left it in the movie, and it was his actual live comment to the cab driver who almost hit him. And I couldn't tell whether he said, I'm working here or I'm walking here. I think he said, I'm walking. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. 
and yelled at the cabbie who yelled back at him, and they left it in the movie. And it was an actual live real event. Anyway, that was 1970, this day. Also, that same year at the Academy Awards, John Wayne won his only Best Actor Award for True Grit. And they gave it to him because he had never won one till then. He didn't really deserve it for that role in that movie, but it was time, and they gave it to him, and he was dead but not long after that from lung cancer. But Hey, wait a minute, there's a newsmaker line. Okay, hold everything. It's 1222, and it's only the Kimber, and there's the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Kimber, this is Charles Barkley. You know, I don't mind waiting enough, nothing. you know, you want to ramble on about things that happened in the 60s. That's fine. I mean, your show, if you think about it, is very educational. It is, really? Well, I mean, I never realized how much Regis Philbin sounded like Dudley Do-Rat until you did it. Is that your final answer now? I mean, I closed my eyes and I thought that was Regis, you know. Oh, no, that's why Lee is slightly whiplash. <laughs> I always thought that Regis was the voice of Popeye the Sailor Man anyway, you know. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> 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 Blow me down, Rip Cup. Man, I can't believe I'm in a good mood. I lost 12 dimes last night on the Badgers. <laughs> yeah, you picked Wisconsin, did you? Oh, man, I mm. agree with Wisconsin's coach. That was a dirty game, Kemmer. A dirty game? Well, of course, I was watching it at Manuel's Tavern. So I mean, <laughs> That's just the, the crud I mean, on the, the screen. screen was dirty. I don't know about the play. <laughs> Man, you notice all them liberals in the media who ripped Charles Barkley, a new Alec Baldwin, and I cleaned that one up. <laughs> yeah, they were all over me for, you know, defending the police in Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. But now they love me because I come out in defense of the girly man in Indiana. Have you noticed that? No, is that right? Really? Oh, yeah, right. I was named employed a month at Cox Broadcast, and I don't even work over there, man. <laughs> you know, Cox Broadcast is a division of men's warehouse, which is a, not a clothing store, but a warehouse. Wear with suits. Men <laughs> over there. Hey, did you see where they're holding city elections today in Ferguson? Ferguson City Elections, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, yeah polls open bright and early at 1 p.m. <laughs> so grab a 40, a box of blunts, and vote for the cop killer hater of your choice over there. And remember, you don't have to pay for them in the store either. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Just shove the and, clerk know. around and you walk out. You know, no big deal. You know, if somebody shoots you, you're the victim, right? That's right. Yeah. I can't you know, aim your car at the Smyrna police and try to run them down, but you're the victim. But you're right. the victim, uh-huh. Where we live in, Kimmel, Russia? Is this you're Russia? Like up from Tifton, <laughs> this man. This is Russia. I ain't talked to you since the Falcons got fined for popping in that excessive noise at the Joe Dome yeah, last season. At the Joe Dome. And noise. Yeah. They even played some... Uh, Recordings of fake excitement from the chemist's final wife, you know, an expert in feigning <laughs> ecstasy, you know. Oh, oh, Matt Ryan, right there, baby, it is so good. Don't, don't, don't stop. stop. Don't throwing stop throwing them interceptions. <laughs> You know, Kimmer never seemed fair to me. Really? Was that right, sir? What would be? Well, how can fake ecstasy result in real jewelry? <laughs> I mean, you know, you should have given a costume jewelry, man, a cubic zirconia or something. It don't seem... I keep going to Solomon Brothers. What am I thinking? Just... Maybe I should part of these things instead of betting dimes on basketball games I know nothing about. I'm perfect. By the way, how the Hawks doing? Well, you should know that. Charles, you're the NBA guy. I mean... <laughs> Get back to you. <laughs> Sounds good. I love it. All right, but there you are. <laughs> Is lotion an anointment or a lotion? I'm really confused. <laughs> what treatment. are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> Scratching an itch. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> 1226. Look out.
Oh, mercy. Oh, wait a minute. Let me quickly get to Greg. Can you put Greg on one there for me, John Boy? Uh, News Radio 1067. Um, okay, there we go. Greg, welcome aboard. How you doing, sir? Real good. How you doing, Dave? Good. Here? I saw a bumper sticker on a car in front of me said, uh, keep calm and chive on. What in the world does that mean? Well, I want to say it's it's a website, chive.com, and they have like risque photos of girls and and videos and different things. And are you ser- I thought it was an, like an herb thing, like onions and chives, you know, sour cream and chive. Oh, my. So it's a dirty website? But it's not real dirty. I mean, it's not... Just it's body. Ca- well, um, well. Now we're going to have to check it out. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate. it. <laughs> well, hey, let's. Thanks, man. There we go. All right. Well, let's check John by during the news here. Let's check that out. Twelve twenty-seven. We'll tell you about this chive business on News Radio one hundred six seven. Look out. News Nugget. This is Herman Kane, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kim is a great guy. He helped me find a girl Friday and a couple more for the weekend. The Kim is on weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio one hundred six seven. My George, this is Mr. McGoo. <laughs> Mr. McGoo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes, sir, yes, sir. is brought to you by Lotriman. Lotriman. You know how much it cost them to pull that controversial <laughs> ad? Cover me, John Boy. A fistful of dollars. <laughs> I, George, I don't even know what that Thank means. You. Yes, indeed. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Oh, McGoo. You've done it again. <laughs> 12.35. It's only the Kimmer. It's only me. All fear. It's all good. How many special people change? Liam Gallagher of Oasis. On this day in 1997, married actress Patsy Kensett in a secret civil ceremony in London in 1997. Couple of birthdays. Movie director Francis Ford Coppola. I always call him Coppola, but I think it's Coppola. I call him Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola, 76. And, um, but I'm dumb, uh, let's see. Uh, Wayne Rogers from MASH. He was he was one of the secondary actors who came in after the original TV series started. He was, uh, the, wasn't he, was, I forgot what role he played even. But anyway, he was one of the main guys. Wayne Rogers from MASH is 82 today. Mercy. Uh, also, uh, some unfortunate uh, historical news. For those of us who live here in the South, 1862, General Ulysses S. Grant defeated the Confederates at the Battle of Shiloh in Tennessee, 1862. All right, I got 1235, 1236, closer to that, on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. Got your topics, got your issues. Pete's uh, not here. He may be in later. I don't know. He's doing his series he's got well when you sign up for company health care he had he had to have a, a colonoscopy the other day required by the company health care plan and when you get old and trust me john boy uh you're too young for it to worry about it now but you know in, in a while you need to do this because it might save your life anyway he had that and they required it and he had all kinds of tests today that they required so anyway he may not be in uh, before three o'clock and maybe have to wait till tomorrow but uh, it's all good kara's here and kara's answering your phones and and helping us out here with our great appreciation we love kara 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. We got your topics, and we got your... Well, now, what do you think about Rand Paul? He's running. He's It's official now. And, he, you know, I'm lo- I'm looking at him on TV. Oh, oh first of all, uh, we'll talk about Rand Paul, and he's got the wrong outfit on. I mean, I know this is silly. I mean, he's running for president, and, and I'm looking at him and saying, this, he's not making a good impression. I mean, you know, if you're going to run for president and make an announcement, don't you want to make a good impression? Isn't it important not only for what you say, but how you appear and what you are? It's not making a good impression. I mean, look at the visual. It's just there's nothing there, nothing jumping out, nothing leaping, nothing showing. 
Anyway, uh, the website, Chive On or Chive? Yeah, the Chive. Ch- the Chive. Uh, I saw a bumper sticker said, uh, keep calm and chive on. And uh, we are now informed that it's a website, and you just looked it up. And what's now what actually is it? Well, it's a website. It's got a lot of funny pictures and funny videos, but it also has the uh, the sexy picture variety as well. Uh, well, in fact, Tim uh, on line two, I think, has maybe checked this out as well. Let's see if we can't talk to Tim as well. Tim, welcome. Uh, thanks for rolling, man. You know this Chive website, do you? Absolutely, Kimmer. Thank you. First time caller. This is awesome. I'm excited to be on the show. Cool. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. What? What, uh, what is it? Is it? Is it dirty or is it just kind of cool or funny or gooky or, or what, what? What? Tell me what. I what mean, it, they what's... they do have some. I would say you know, uh, not safe for work, work pictures. Yeah. But they also like the child is a nation. They have, they do a lot of philanthropy. So if you go on the website, I mean, there's always. Uh, Something like that happened. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, Philanthropists with dirty pictures? (laughs) (laughs) That can't be right. (laughs) Has a lot of very attractive women that follow the website. Okay. And they like to send pictures. Pictures. Well, there you. You know, it's like it's like the Carnegie Foundation and Stripper dot com. So I think together. (laughs) Well, you can call that, (laughs) Kimmer. Now, has this been around for a long time, or is this fairly new? I've never heard of it. I've been following it for the past probably two and a half years. Really? <laughs> That's how much I know. And is it valuable? I mean, do you learn things, or why would you look it up? Other, just look at pictures, or is there something to do because of it? I mean, it's really just when you're bored. I got I mean, you. There's funny pictures, <laughs> funny videos. <laughs> That's usually the excuse why they listen to my show. <laughs> hey, Tim, yeah, have a great one. Day. I'm glad you're very kind, man. Thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger from now on. on News hey, Radio. Tim, I'm Semper Fi. Thank you, Tim. Semper Fi to you. That's very kind. 1239 on News Radio 1067. All right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, let's get. We're on the thing. Let's get Danny and, and Amy's coming up. Please hold Amy. Be right with you. <clears throat> Danny on News Radio 1067. Oh, and by the way, I forget. If you hear me coughing and sneezing and stuff, this pollen's killing me. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not complaining because we're all in it. But I mean, my ears plugged, my my right eye is closing on me. I'm I'm you know, it's just I'm a wreck. But so I'm doing my best to not be sneezing all over you. But anyway, Danny, thanks for holding, man. Are you, are you uh, on this Chive website too? Once in a while, are you? Yeah. Hey, Kimber. Um, when we were over in Afghanistan, man, it would cure our boredom. They post our pictures we send. Uh, it's got cute girls, but they they donate a lot to charity. Is that right? My God, I, I can't I can't believe it. I've never I've never heard of it until I saw the bumper sticker today. Keep calm and chive yeah. on. And I thought, it's man, I got to check this place. out. I'll be damned. Well, listen, welcome home, Danny, and thanks for serving well, your country you. in Afghanistan. Hey, Hoorah. God bless America, my man. That's good to hear. Welcome home. Nice, nice, nice. All right, here's Amy. It's 1230 now. 1240, let's call it. Here's Amy on News Radio 1067 with a camera. Hi, Amy. Thank you for holding. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? We're just doing great. What's going on good. today? Well, I was calling on behalf of my mom. She is um, looking for volunteers and donations. They're building a house for a wounded uh, veteran that has uh, a traumatic brain injury. They're specifically looking for electricians right now or anything else that could be helpful. It's called Operation Soldier at Ease, and you can find out more information on that website. We were hoping to get you on board because you are a man of power. (laughs) 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 Baby, please, I'm not from Havana. (laughs) (laughs) No, I tease you. Now, what's the name of that website? uh, Is it a website or... It's a uh, web. There's a website called Operation Soldier at Ease. Soldier at. Mom, I'm sorry. I, 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 soldier at ease. Uh huh. Operation soldier, soldier at, at ease. At ease. Okay. It's like at ease, soldier. Called. Okay. Soldier. Yeah. Operation Soldier at Ease. And as and that's the name of the website. 
It is. It's also uh, the name of the charity that my mom and my aunt started. My mom actually wrote a book called Understanding Conflict with the Military Family, and they go to yellow ribbon ceremonies, and they pass these books out free of charge to the soldiers, and it's to help the soldiers that are coming back um, deal with the PTSD and all the things that they went through over there to try to lessen the numbers of suicide and family violence and stuff like that. Where's the house they're building? It's in Smyrna. Smyrna, and is it, uh, is there an organization behind it uh, along with Operation Soldier at Ease, or are you guys doing this on your own? Um, it's uh, Operation Soldier at Ease and the Dana Walters Scholarship Foundation. Wow. So, and Dana Walters was my cousin. She died when she was 22 of cystic fibrosis. So this house is being built in honor of her with Operation Soldier at Ease for this uh, wounded vet. Wow. So you're looking for, for helpers, workers, contractors, helpers, electricians, workers, stuff like contractors, that? Contractors, anything. Anything and everybody that wants to help do something for this, this awesome person that's getting this house. Excellent. We are so happy, you know, for from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. You know, even you letting me, you know, say this on the radio right now is truly a blessing. So thank you so much. My pleasure. Operation Soldier at Ease. And you have a deadline? When are you trying to get this done, Amy? Do you know offhand? Um, well, I don't know the deadline. But they're working on it now? No, are they building it now? They are. They're okay. About, they're about a third of the way through right okay, now. Okay. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, best of luck. Please keep us posted, and uh, and if we can help you, let us know. And, again, it's Operation Soldier at Ease uh, to help Amy and the crew and the Wounded Warrior. Thank you, Amy. Good to talk Thank to you. Thank you. Appreciate it, sweetie. 1242 with a Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Hey, what's your fat ass doing here? <laughs> He's my only means of conveyance. Hey, I work here, all right? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> hey, this Larry. portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rolling Stone Magazine, oh, right. whose articles have become so inaccurate, yeah. even Rodney Ho won't steal them. <laughs> and now here's your host for the time being, Kim <laughs> Peterson. you, Larry. Your other brother, Larry. Anyway, it's 12.50. It's only the Kimmer, and this is Janice Ian. I learned the truth that said Oh, Janice did not have a happy childhood. I, uh... Never went to the prom. Yeah, this, uh, this song is at 17. Uh, Janice Ian today is 64 years old, and this was, a, 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 I guess this was in the 60s, early 70s, about 1970 or so, something like that. And it was a, it was a lamenting tale of a girl who was not attractive and was left behind, and it's, a, you know, a, a kind of the ballad of, of of the outsiders in teenage years in high school, sort of. And I've, I always hated the song, frankly, and I've decided, you know, well, I, you know, I mean, it, it, it's making you feel guilty. I didn't do anything. What are you making me feel bad for? Shut up. Yeah, 12.51. All right, I got it. It's one of the camera. Oh, by the way, and I got Greg coming up on a newsbreak line sponsored by the Siding Doctor coming up in a second. Whoa, whoa. Last night, I I almost missed the beginning of the uh, NCAA, NCAA uh, Duke and Wisconsin game. I tuned in just in time for the beginning of the national anthem. Did you see the game last night? Oh, man, I can't, I wish I'd taped it. I didn't have time to tape it, and by the time I played it back, it was da 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 Anyway, the national anthem was all brass instruments, and it was like a hundred of them, and, and there were military people. I saw Marine Corps uniforms, an army. I don't know if it was an ROT. I don't know who it was, I missed, and I didn't hear an announcer say anything afterwards. It was spectacular. It was spectacular. They must have had a hundred horns playing all the great parts of all the horns in the national anthem, and then when they showed the eagle zooming through the state, oh, man, the arena, it was just... 
powerful. I wish I had that version of that national. In fact, does anybody know who played? I don't know where who it was. I don't know what group it was. I don't, if they have a song, I'd love to get a recording of that version of the national anthem. Oh, man, it was great. I mean, it was spectacular. Very, 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 very uh, powerful. And when that eagle flying, there's just, there's not, you can't help it. There's just nothing like it. And the eagle lands on that guy's thing, and they showed the beautiful bald eagle head. Wow. It was the U.S. Army Band. It was. Well, well Mike, but it looked band. like it was, um, it looked like half of them were students. I mean, they looked young. And they weren't in, most of them were not in uniform. A bunch, I saw a bunch of girls, like, in black shirts or something. Right. And are they remember they're in the army. Is that what the? That's what it says. The U.S. Army's band. No kidding, man. I, has it got a version of it? I mean, can we play it? I wonder if they have it. I'm looking for it right now. Oh, uh, if we can find it, I'll play it for. You. I mean, it was. If I love the parts of the national anthem where, where the where the trombones and the horns are all doing you know up and down the scales, and I mean, it's just powerful as hell. Oh, hold on. We had the newsmaker line, and it just dumped off. We'll get him back here in a second, hopefully. Uh, so, Greg, hold on. I don't mean to make you wait, but I want, I want the newsbreaker line's trying to get on here, and as soon as we get them back, we'll uh, we'll put that on. Anyway, if, 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 let's search for that version. If they have it somewhere, man, I, I, it was spectacular. It's good to go when you're ready. Oh, oh, you you have it? All right, hold on. we got newsmaker lines coming in now. Kara's doing our phones today and uh, is uh, scrambling to get all this stuff set up. Oh, damn, we lost him again. What the hell? What's happening in there? Is everything all right in there? Are we having phone problem? Are we having phone trouble again? He keeps dropping. He keeps well, crap. He keeps jumping out. Well, all right. Let's um, let's get let's get Greg in the meantime. If we have to wait, no. All right. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a minute. He's back again. Greg, I'm sorry, man. Uh, this is stupid, but it, you know, first things first. All right. We got. We maybe have the newsmaker line in a second. We'll see if it's going to hold on. And yes. All right. Punch it up. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kara. This is uh, George W. Bush calling. <laughs> Mr. President W., it's an honor, sir. How's it going? I guess you've been following my brother, Jeb. He's in real trouble for uh, checking Hispanic in his voter <laughs> yeah, registration. That's Did right. You... He checked Hispanic for his race in 2008. Yeah, kind of weird. I said, good, Jeb. Maybe you can come over this weekend and mow my lawn. <laughs> I figure an election-bound young man could use a few extra dollars. When you finish, drop over at the yacht club there, Hoy Polloy. Christening your sloop, are you? <laughs> Spalding, get your foot off the boat. <laughs> you. you do the honors, Boogie. <laughs> I christen thee the flying wasp. <laughs> It's my buddy. <laughs> it's Swanson. <laughs> he got me on Swanson. I, I couldn't get to there. You know? Sorry. I almost got kissed by a million. <laughs> Something. Well, Kimmer, uh, I think you're me. being too hard on Rand Paul's choice of outfit. Really? I mean, well, I just, apparently, know. that's all they had in the adult granimal section this year. <laughs> I mean, the kid's a shrimp. He's hard to shop for like his old man. <laughs> I mean, when Rand was born, Ron Paul passed out cigar butt. Yeah. <laughs> On Rand Paul's driver's license picture, you can see his shoes. He's a short no, guy, I'm telling you. can't see his shoes. His underwear has cuffs. He's not tall. <laughs> I guess you know how Rand Paul is preparing for the presidential debates. No, I don't know how he is, sir. Cover me, John Boy. Yeah. He's going on a low podium diet. A low podium diet. A low podium diet. You know, Rand Paul has a lot of supporters on the Atlanta Hawks roster. On the Hawks roster, really? Oh, they're nuts over him. <laughs> Literally nuts over him. <laughs> they move it along. 
I understand well, he starts there. newscast that someone stole an ambulance from Grady Hospital. Yeah, the Grady Ambulance. I guess they figured they weren't going to need it because <laughs> most Grady pickups are, are usually in a hearse, right? <laughs> well, I mean, why eliminate the middleman? Take him right downstairs, officer. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn off the siren, Bob. He's headed to Grady. Stop for lunch, man. <laughs> no, I'm still going to catch this thief. I know they are yeah, because the ambulance is being chased by Goodyear shooter attorney Mauli Davis. He's right behind him. So <laughs> Mauli Davis and associates blame the police first. <laughs> We're the criminals, the victims. Is that their slogan? I didn't... <laughs> Mauli Davis and associates play chicken with the cops. <laughs> Thank show. you so much, Mr. President. I mean, I just want him to come over and mow, mow my lawn. It has nothing to do with what he checked on his voter registration. <laughs> no, it's a little something for the effort, you know. <laughs> I understand Wayne's going to show him Jeb a place in uh, Marietta this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole family. 1257 on News Radio 1067. Look out. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Case, photo and video. This is Mike Tyson. This is Mike Tyson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. I'm not sure why the Kim show so bad. Evander Holyfield heard it and then asked me to bite off his other ear. Anyway, listen to the Kim weekdays noon to three if you can stand it on News Radio 106.7. The Kimmer isn't himself today. Well, that's true. Notice the improvement immediately. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. Thank you very much. Yeah, this has got me, man. I'm just coughing and sneezing and wanging around here like nuts. So uh, forgive me if you can. Uh, look out! 105. And it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. And this is Twisted Kites. Yes, April 5th, 1980, the Twisted Kites played their first concert ever in Athens, Georgia, at an old church. A couple of weeks later, they changed their name to R.E.M. And uh, the church where they played was demolished. The only thing left standing was a steeple. And the current owner of the building is trying to restore it, and the workers say it doesn't have any termites, but it has some rot and bug damage, and they're hoping they had to get rid of a raccoon that had moved in with his family. But uh, they're trying to restore the steeple on the old church in Athens where REM played their first show in 1980. And this song, by the way, What's a Frequency, Kenneth, is a result of what happened to Dan Rather when he was on the sidewalk of, I guess, New York City, and somebody came up to him and, and kept asking, what's the frequency, Kenneth, or something? And, and it was just a strange story. And, and he told the story, and nobody could figure out what the world that was. So anyway, R.E.M. made a song about it. It was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Governor Moonbeam is 77 today. <laughs> that was the name given by Mike Royko to Jerry Brown, California Governor Jerry Brown. This is second stint in the California governor's office. Uh, 77 today. 
Governor Moonbeam, all right. He just put the uh, state of California under their first ever strict water conservation efforts because they're running out and the wildfires are getting worse and worse, and it's just a mess. 107 News Radio 1067. It's on the camera. All right, let's get Greg. I'm sorry, Greg, we made him wait, and now we got him back on News Radio 1067. Greg, welcome. Thanks for holding, buddy. How's it going? Doing well. Cameron, how are you? I'm doing just great. What can we do for you, sir? Well, I heard about Operation uh, Soldier at Ease. Yes, sir. I'm with East Smith Heating and Air Conditioning in Marietta. Uh-huh. We've been in business for 50-some-odd years. Wow. What's the name of the company? E. Smith Heating and Air. E. Smith Heating and Air in Marietta? Yes, sir. Okay. And we see where we can try to help these folks with that soldier's uh, house. Yeah, for a wounded warrior who's uh, had a brain injury, apparently, and they're uh, they're partly done with it, about a third of the way done in Smyrna, and it's called Operation Soldier at Ease. And they're looking for help, especially, I think she said, with the contractors like electricians, things like that. Well, I don't know if they've already got a heating and air conditioning contractor. If not, we'd like to help them. Boy, that'd be great. Uh, the discounts or whatever we can do for them, okay? Excellent. Well, thank you, Greg. It's called Operation Soldier at Ease, and uh, and, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Excellent. That's nice help. 108 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067, right, Do you mind if I do? i got Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Also, more tickets to give away. I have four packs. Let's do this at uh, let's do it at 2 o'clock, so we give you plenty. In case you have to do stuff and you can't listen for the whole thing, at 2 o'clock, come back to us if you have to leave shortly. At 844-404-1067, four tickets to see the Braves take on the Marlins next Monday. April 13th, Monday, Turner Field, four tickets to see the Braves play the Marlins, and we'll give them away at, at 2 o'clock. Uh, on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. And that's right. a night game. This is a night game. A night Most game. games are going to be night games. There are, in fact, we have, I think, one. We may have a game next week that's a, a, like a Wednesday afternoon game or something, yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, anyway, um, but, 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 oh, do you mind if I do this? Uh, I'm going to, I, I mentioned the uh, the national anthem played last night, and again, I tuned in just in time to see it, but I didn't. And it, there were people in the military. I swear to God, I saw Marine Corps uniforms in there. Do you have a video of it or anything? When you're playing, uh, John Boy found it. Well, when when you play, I'm going to have him play it for me in a second. We, we look at it when he's playing, and I, I swear there are Marine Corps uniforms in that group. That's why I didn't know who I didn't know what group it was. I thought right. you said it's Army, but I thought, I swear to God, I saw Marine Corps uniforms in there. Looks like them. Okay. Anyway, if you don't mind, I'm going to play the national anthem. But don't you have, you, you have permission to you know don't don't worry about standing up. Don't leave your desk. Don't pull over to the side of the road if you're driving or anything else. And it's only a minute and twenty five seconds, something like that. So it goes pretty quickly. But what I wanted to to uh, point out to you was a couple of things. One, uh, three things. The incredible instrumentation and the musicality of this of this arrangement has horns going nuts all over the place. It's, I love stuff like that. It's really cool. Secondly, you'll hear the crowd at the very toward the very end, the crowd starts going nuts. That's when they see the eagle flying around inside the building. And then the third thing is, listen to the very last three seconds of the song, and you'll hear the high note that somebody hits. It's got to be a high C over C or something on that trumpet at the very end. Absolutely spectacular. Now, if you don't mind, let's, and again, you don't have to pull over your car or stand up at work or anything like that. It's only a minute, less than a minute and a half. And if you don't mind, here's the national anthem uh, saluting what a great job they did last night at the uh, the game where Duke beat Wisconsin for the uh, title in NCAA basketball.
Here comes the Eagle. Goosebumps. Uh, look at my hand. I, mean, I total goosebumps. That that high note at the end. Oh my God. And didn't you see Marine Corps blue in there? There were. There were. Uh, back I there swear the those were, were Marine Corps uniforms. So that's there why were. I wonder. And, and I didn't hear anybody say anything. So I, But you said it's the Army Band. U.S. Army Band, but there were Marines. I, I, I knew there were Marines in there, and I, I not, which is great. You know, anyway, I, I hope you don't mind. I just, um, God, it was just so cool. <laughs> we have to, in fact, we have to save that. Put that put that in my file somewhere where you can keep it. Okay. Can you do that later on, maybe tomorrow or something? All right, one, one, 12, a little traffic check. I'm a little late. Uh, hope you don't find the money strapped to my thigh. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Let me tell you something. This is John <laughs> Gruden, and this portion of the Kimmer yes, Show sir. is brought yes, to you sir. by yeah. the NFL's first female official. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Her calls can't be challenged in the replay booth, because really? you know she's never wrong. Hey, you married guys out there know what I'm talking about, let me tell you. And now here he is, Thank Kim you. Peterson. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, I'm a believer. 119, and it's only the Kimmer. Oh, I could hide. <laughs> Nice to have you aboard on News Radio 1067. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Kara's doing the phones today. Hangman's off and Pete's at the doctor's. He's doing his stress test and heart scans and all that kind of stuff. But like a yearly thing. It's no big deal. He's doing fine. Uh, this is the Monkees. And the estate of Davy Jones will be auctioned the weekend of May 15th in New York City. His memorabilia from the Monkees days. Including his tambourine and Davy Jones's gold record for Daydream Believer. Davy Jones's driver's license and wallet are up for auction, as well as a director's chair with a monkey's logo across the back of it. Uh, the monkeys had uh, TV shows and concerts, of course, and uh, Davy Jones died a few years ago down in Florida. He lived not far from my place down in Florida, and he was only, I think, 62 or 3 or something like that, maybe. Anyway, Davy Jones of the monkeys auction off his stuff. Uh, a couple other birthdays of note here today. Bill Bellamy from Last Comic Standing and Fast Lane is 50 today. Country singer Bobby Bear is 80. My God, <laughs> I, I would when I came back from Vietnam, I was working in Phoenix, going to Arizona State. I did, a, I, I hosted a, a country music concert festival with uh, Bobby Bear, who sang uh, "I, I, I, I Want to Go Home" or "I'm Lonely in Detroit City." I don't know what it was. And uh, and uh, Tom T. Hall and Jeannie C. Riley, who was saying Harper Valley PTA, and I was the MC. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, uh, Bobby Bear is eighty today, and uh, I'm not. All right, twelve. It's uh, one twenty-one, and it's all of the camera. More news break lines coming up here shortly on News Radio one hundred six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. It turns out now that Bo Bergdahl wanted to join either the Taliban or the Russian mob. And guess what? The president and the White House knew. They knew 
that Bo Bergdahl wanted to join the Taliban or the Russian mob, and they traded him anywhere for the five butchers from the Taliban when there might have been other options to secure his release. Uh, But Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer has some comments about that and what was going on there, and you'll hear from him here in in a second. Also, did you hear the president's comments at the prayer breakfast this morning? Instead of taking the opportunity at a prayer breakfast to bash the Islam extremist Muslims who are murdering Christians by the hundreds all over the world, he made fun of Christians. I'll get that. I have that sound by for you in a second. Uh, first of all, it's uh, 120. Oh, there's the newsbreaker line. By golly, John Boy, let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Cameron. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, the phone went dead there for a second. <laughs> Sorry, Bill Clinton calling. President Sticky, how's it going? I couldn't hear you for a minute there. Got well, a I am so worried that yes. uh, my wife, Hillary Clinton, forgot yeah. to wipe her server clean. I mean, <laughs> look at how much trouble that got me into. <laughs> <laughs> I learned an important lesson from that day in the Oval Office. Did you, sir? Yeah. You should deal with problems as soon as you... Encounter them. Encounter them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when you arrive on a problem like that, you you should deal with it right then and there. That's what I've learned. (laughs) Well, the Al Jazeera Constitution took a break from not reporting on Benghazi, the IRS scandal, the VA hospital, Jonathan Gruber, Hillary's emails, (laughs) to write a hit piece about the out-and-out fighting between the city officials and Stockbridge. It's pretty rough over there, you know. Big scandal, yeah. It's nothing like the Atlanta city government where the only thing that gets banged up is a mayor's girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I understand so far, Kimmer, uh, council members Alfonso Thomas and Lakeisha Gann have rebuffed Mayor Tim Thompson's attempt to work things out. Work things out, really. Yeah, I think it was the phrase work out that they objected to. (laughs) If they could have cruised it out or slept it out or, you know, maybe loafed it out, they probably would have loafed it out the church. Now, <laughs> boy, times have changed. Have you seen where a judge ruled it is now legal to serve divorce papers via Facebook? Facebook, yeah. yeah. They call me, uh, call him old fashioned, but Newt Gingrich says he still prefers the old reliable drop him on the wife's deathbed approach. <laughs> you know, catch her in her most vulnerable state. <laughs> You know, while she's signing the divorce papers, Newt can forge your name on the do not resuscitate order. So, oh, I mean, that was a rumor. I don't know that there was ever proof. about killing two birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's this plug for? It doesn't look important. I think I'll pull it out. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Yes, sir, Mr. Brooks. You have Kara's phone number. She won't give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Thank you so much, <laughs> President Sticky. <laughs> hey, you leave Carol alone. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! It's only me. One twenty-four. It's only the Kimmer. A News Radio one hundred six seven. We'll talk some more about the Bull Bergdahl case here in a minute. A couple of weird stories in the news. And I'm going to, if there's a vote, I guess you've heard they're going to change. Apparently, there's, a, well, there's a huge movement, and it may result in the changing of whose face is on the $20 bill. Well, there's a group that is trying to get one of, well, they had originally 15 or 20 women, or about more than a dozen. They have narrowed it down to four finalists of the most, <coughs> excuse me, the most popular woman to replace uh, Andrew Jackson on the 20. And they include Harriet Tubman. 
famous, uh, you know, woman who worked in the freeing the slaves and so forth in this country, Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, and the number one uh, getter so far of the votes is Rosa Parks, mother of the civil rights movement. <clears throat> My choice would be Cherokee Nation Indian Chief Wilma Mankiller. Don't you love that name? I mean, come on, you're killing me. Man, Miss Mankiller? And she's a, she's a Cherokee Indian, my friend, and she was the first female chief of the Cherokee Nation. And her name is Mankiller. And remember, I mean, the civil rights movement is great and all the all things it did and everything else, but the first people who had their civil rights violated in America was Indians. So, I mean, I think if you want to go back to the roots of important people and women in American history, let's give it to the Indians. I mean, really. And I'm biased because my Indian name is Wanijiska, which means well, it was given to me by an Indian up in North Georgia in Cherokee County uh, many years ago at their Indian festival. And uh, Wanijiska means white ghost. I don't know why they did that one, well, but I like you it. Son, you, you apathetic or, or just unintelligent? <laughs> well, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> and in San Francisco, a woman in her 90s was just discovered in her home where her 65-year-old daughter lived upstairs and never bothered to check on her mother, who had been dead for five years when they found her mummified remains. The home was covered in garbage, infested with rats and bugs and animals, and investigators found 300 bottles of urine. The 65-year-old woman has been taken to the hospital to see if she's all there in the head. Her mother had been dead downstairs for five years. Thought to be in her 90s. Dead for five years in the house with the woman still living there. 127 on News Radio 1067. <laughs> this is Larry Flint, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. I'm not sure why. The Kimmer's so bad. Hell, I got out of my wheelchair to turn off the radio. Anyway, if you can stand it, the Kimmer's on weekdays, uh, noon to three on News Radio 1067. Hi, I'm Arnold Palmer, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Barbara Eden and Greg Norman. Barbara Eden and Greg Norman. (laughs) Name two people who, well, let's put it this way, Greg has blown a lot of chances to win the Masters. (laughs) And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Yeah, look out, here we go. 135 with a Kimmer. It's only me. <laughs> Look at yeah, 1985. British pop sensation Wham! with George Michael and Andrew Ridgely. Oh, Whammy, Michael, Whammy. Well, let's call ourselves Wham! Oh. Uh, George and Andrew uh, performed at a packed Beijing stadium in Communist China's first big-name rock concert on this day in 1985. And then on the same day in 1998, George Michael was arrested for committing a lewd act in a park restroom in Beverly Hills. Oh, he got caught in a men's room with another guy. And doing a little thing there, you know, special. Uh, you know. <laughs> Let's see, he was taking matters into his own hands, and they caught him with the police department. Barely a thing there. And also, uh, the same day uh, in 1998, drummer Tommy Lee, Motley Crue, pleaded no contest to beating his wife, Pamela Anderson Lee, while she was holding on to their baby. And Tommy Lee got six months in jail, pleaded no contest to felony spousal abuse. 
Yeah, bummer. I didn't uh, remember that one. Oh, God, it's only me, News Radio 1067, 136. It's only the Kimmer, 844 404 1067. I just heard from Pete, and he's uh, he said the woman on the treadmill has a whip, so he's not going anywhere for a while. So he's, he's doing his heart tests and all that kind of stuff here today. All right, 844-404-1067. How about uh, line one there, John Boy? And again, Kara's filling in for Pete today, and thank you, Kara, for all your hard work. Oh, oh, and I'll get Alex here in a second. Reminder, at 2 o'clock, I'll give away the Braves tickets, four tickets to see the Braves Monday night, next Monday, this coming Monday, next week, at Turner Field against the Marlins. And I'll tell you how we're going to do that here shortly. Anyway, Alex, thanks for holding. How's it going, sir? It's going good, Cameron. How you doing? We're doing just great. What's going on? I uh, just uh, wanted to comment. I heard you uh, talk about people trying to change Andrew Jackson off of the face of the 20. Yeah, there's it's actually, a movement of, of, of women's groups movement to try to get a woman on. Because it's going to be the 100th anniversary of the passage of the 19th Amendment that gave women the right to vote. So that was the onus on why they're trying to uh, commemorate the 100th anniversary of the right to vote by putting a woman on the 20. Okay, okay. Well, just, uh, um, you know, I'm curious who, who has the backing and why they chose the $20 bill. Um, I feel like the Federal Reserve wouldn't mind doing that, considering Andrew Jackson was the only president to ever pay off the national debt, not to mention, um, you know, which he deserves to be on the 20. Yeah. Um, he paid off the national debt and didn't believe in any kind of Federal Reserve. I think he abolished the second one. It was either the first or second one that tried to appear, um, you know, of course. And then later on, after JFK, you know, was right. assassinated, when he put in his own executive order, they they somehow find a way to make themselves back into power. Yeah. Well, Andrew Jackson was a very powerful, important guy in American history, and why they picked him, I, I mean, I don't know what other bill they... I guess because the 20 is, is, is useful enough, it's popular enough that everybody has one or has access to it. You know, if they made it a $1,000 bill or a $10,000 bill, no one would ever see it. So I guess that's why they picked the 20. And they couldn't, you know, do Washington, father of our country, stuff like that. But hey, do you have a problem with that? Just off the top of your head, Alex, should, should they pick another bill, or is it okay with you one way or the other? Hey, I, I don't think they should. Uh, maybe they should pick a different bill, but I definitely don't think that they should um, uh, take Andrew Jackson off of it, considering he's uh, one of the best presidents we've ever had. Yeah, uh, Alex, thank you. I appreciate your comments. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. All right, now John Boy has an idea about giving away these Braves tickets at two o'clock. Not now, not now, but at two o'clock during the news. Eight four four. 404-1067. John Boy, you're my official uh, co-producer with Kara today. Fill in for Pete. What do you want to do for giveaway these tickets? I say we have our callers do their best Roscoe P. Coltrane impersonation. In our Ros- Roscoe P. Coltrane, the sheriff in the Dukes of Hazard, uh, just passed away. The actor was James Best, 88 years old, just passed away. Uh, so let's do this. If you can do, and if you don't know who that is, Google it between now and two, and then you can figure out what we're talking about. Roscoe P. Coltrane, the sheriff in Dukes of Hazard. If you can do an impression of him or a, a comment about him or something using that thing uh, at two o'clock, we'll j- pick a, a, a winner and uh, give away those tickets at two o'clock. How about that? All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. All right, it's only me. Hold on, it's only the camera. Now I mentioned this. Bo- I, I can't even hardly believe this Bo Bergdahl story, but it's making the news today. Finally, Fox News at least is talking about it because God knows the Al Jazeera Constitution is not going to. But there was an investigation by the NCIS in 2009 which showed that Bo Bergdahl had a couple of reasons for wanting to leave the United States Army in wartime, in a war zone, to walk away to be held by the Taliban allies for five stinking years. Apparently, uh, the White House knew what his plans were, too, and Lieutenant Colonel Colonel, uh, Tony Schaefer 
is telling Fox News that this whole thing stinks. There's clear evidence that he was, quote unquote, going over to the other side. He was going to go off to Uzbekistan. He had made contacts with the local Afghans and wanted to be moved to, to Uzbekistan and then made contact with the, uh, a, the Russians uh, because he wanted to talk to or, uh, Russian organized crime. Schaefer also says when asked why would Obama trade five butchers from the Taliban for a deserter, uh, and uh, Tony says, I think this White House has nobody from a senior military background serving. So they don't understand the context of the whole thing. And the other thread says that he did move out with a purpose. He had Afghan contacts, and he was actually trying to offer himself up to the Taliban. Both are very severe. And let me be very clear. This came from uh, the NCIS doing computer forensics on his computer uh, through both uh, detailed debriefings of his platoon mates, as well as going outside the wire. And God bless NCIS, went outside the wire, tracked down the Afghans he had contact with. Yeah, he was trying to join the Afghans uh, and to get to the Russian mob or the Taliban. And uh, thank goodness they've at least charged him, and if he's found guilty of uh, aiding the enemy, it could be a life sentence in prison. It's too bad they just should have shot him. They should have shot him when he was deserting, for that matter. I mean, clearly should have shot him. And then, uh, you know, typical of the White House, though, uh, President Puttitat welcomed Christian leaders to the White House for a prayer breakfast this morning, and instead of blasting all the Muslims who are butchering, murdering by the hundreds and thousands Christians all over the world, Puttitat made a joke about Christians. On Easter, I do reflect on the fact that as a Christian, I am supposed to love. And I have to say that sometimes when I listen to... Uh, less than loving expressions by Christians. All Christians. I get concerned. Yeah, amen. But that's a topic for another day. Yeah, you almost slipped. Where there is injustice, I was about to veer off. Uh-huh. I'm pulling it back. Yeah, pull it back. Pull this back. I mean, this is disgraceful. Here, here's a prayer breakfast, and he takes a shot at Christians. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need about this president? 142 is our time here. Let's get a little Soccer happening. was invented by European ladies to keep them busy while their husbands did the cooking. <laughs> you know, it's a true story. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on uh, your ride right home on News Radio 1067. Yeah, we got, we got, here you go. Good Lord, this is Norm MacDonald, <laughs> hey, Norm. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show there is brought to you by this new uh, Daily Show host, Trevor Noah. Trevor, yeah. The critics are saying he's untalented yeah. and totally unfunny, yeah. which means if the Comedy Central thing doesn't work out, Trevor can always get a job on the Rock 100 Morning Show. <laughs> and now here's your host for the time being, Thank you. Uh, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look out, it's only the Kimmer. He's so fine. Oh, mercy. Yeah. Patricia Bennett of the Chiffons is 68 years old today. <laughs> He's so fine. All right, a couple of birthdays of note. The Old Kimmer program. Ed Spieliers, I believe it's pronounced. Ed Spieliers of Downton Abbey is 27. And Connor Rayburn from According to Jim is 16. So he clearly played uh, some kid on the show because that show had been on for a long time, I don't think. That's not still on, is it? Oh, I think it's been 10, 8 years it's been on. Anyway, whatever. All right, it's only me, 151 on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. 
844-404-1067. Again, after 2 o'clock, you can call us and do your best impression of the Dukes of Hazard Sheriff who passed away. And um, if you don't know who that is or don't know much about it, uh, you Google it between now and then, and at 2 o'clock, we'll open the lines and give away four tickets to the Braves game next Monday, next week Monday, against the Marlins. Four tickets, uh, April 13th, Turner Field. It's a night game next Monday night, and we'll give you four tickets. If you can do a coal train, uh, sure, from uh, <laughs> Dukes of Hazard, do a little impression or a little jokey thing, and we'll give them away to somebody. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Uh, let's see. Pete, again, is getting his heart test. He's doing just fine. Um, um, oh, the Augusta National Course starts this week, starts on Thursday. Really? Yep. And um, Tiger Woods is going to play in it. And again, for the record, I'm biased against Tiger Woods only because of his character, not because of anything, you know, uh, any other issue, uh, religion or uh, culture. Uh, I mean, he's one. Tiger Woods, the best golfer of all time is either Jack Nicklaus or Bobby Jones. The greatest golfer of all time is Arnold Palmer. He's the reason most of us at my age play golf. I mean, he's, he'll always be the king. But Nicholas and, and Bobby Jones were the you can make a, a, you can make an argument for Byron Nelson, who won like fourteen in a row tournaments. I mean, under it was during World War II, so not a lot of people were competing. But anyway, still, I mean, and and uh, Ben Hogan. I mean, there there are several four or five top six golfers. But uh, and Tiger Woods is one of the best golfers who ever lived. But his character, he's such a sleaze bag, and he's a cheat. He cheated the last time he was at Augusta National. He cheated. He cheated when he took that drop. He knew he cheated. He either didn't know the rule or he ignored it. He admitted it, and then he signed an incorrect scorecard. So he did like three things, and they let him get away with it. And that's just wrong. I mean, I can't believe it. It's a shame on the Masters Tournament Committee that let Tiger Woods get away with cheating and then signing an incorrect scorecard. And they let him stay in the tournament, and it's just wrong. He should have. He should have admitted the the classy thing to do would have said, "Ladies and gentlemen, I took a wrong drop. I can't believe I'm such a nut." Oh, by the way, Kara, uh, the the line four is the one we want to get. She's, we, we see where people are taking calls already for the other thing, but line four is the one we want to go right now. If she, can you tell her to get line four, or you pick it up and put them on? Uh, can you pick it up, John Boy, and off the air and tell him? Hold on, here we go. Okay, yeah, she she didn't recognize the, the the area code number, but we got it now. We're all set. We all set. Okay, it's uh, one fifty three. Hey, it's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Oh, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton. Why Hester. the hell can I hear anything when I call? I mean, I know I'm dead, but I just know it's just so scary. I'm sorry, sir. Didn't mean to Has fake anyone you. called in with a Roscoe P. Coltrane yet? <laughs> Not yet, sir. <laughs> Let me try it. All right, sir. I don't really remember how this goes. All right, sir. Roscoe P. Coltrane. Kimber, I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was really dead. I, I'm trying as close as I can get. That's really close, sir. Did I tell you about the time I met Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill? No, I didn't hear about he that. He accused me of talking down to him. I said, how can I help it, Victor? You're four foot eight in elevator shoes. <laughs> Used to play handball on the curb with Mike Fratello. This is Roscoe <laughs> P. Coach. No, wait a minute. <laughs> on the curb with Mike Fratello. I met Foucault Sheriff Jackie Mabarrett one time, too. She told me the security at the Foucault Jail was about as lax as an evening with Junior Roberts. Guys <laughs> were rolling out of the cells. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I should have worked on that a little more before I go. No, no, it's all right, sir. <laughs> Roscoe Coltrane. Dukes of Hazard used to be the management team over there at Clear Channel, I think. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
Hey, I don't know, uh, Mr. Heston. Yeah, you know, I'm not really into the whole women's lib movement, yeah, but I but think it's high time that we put a woman on a 20. Put a woman on a 20. Well, I mean, the last time I was in Shorter, Alabama, I put 20 on John Boy's girlfriend in the fourth race. I mean, <laughs> catch that rabbit, baby. <laughs> Turn about is fair play, damn me. I love it. Well, in San Francisco, police found a 90-year-old yeah. mummified woman yeah. in a house filled with vermin. Vermin, mummified. It turned out it was Nancy Pelosi meeting with her Democrat donors. False alarm. <laughs> you people go to your homes. There's nothing yeah, more to be seen here. Moving. Texas company is planning <laughs> a mission to Mars that'll take 39 days in flight. In flight? Wow. They're partnering with Delta, who will offer Mars travelers a whopping 600, count them, 600 sky miles. <laughs> That's for the cut back on their total mileage. Oh, yeah, the new slogan is Delta. Give us a mile and we'll give you an inch. <laughs> I don't think that's their slogan. I'm not bitter. <laughs> it's a fine airline. I fly it a lot. A wonderful okay. airline. That's right. <laughs> And now it's time for a visitor from the east, yes, the amazing Charnak, Charnak, the Magnificent. The Magnificent. The answer is shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. <clears throat> How would you ask Rand Paul if he wants a drink? Oh. Cocktail shrimp. <laughs> the answer to this question is take matters into your own hands. Take matters into your own hands. What is an incorrect way to apply a Lamotrin? <laughs> you haven't seen the You're ad. supposed to put it on your feet, is what I'm trying yes, to I say. Yes, that commercial itchy is feet. Is... I know, but I hold it in my head, ladies and gentlemen. The final, final thank you. Finally. Thank God. May your only daughter volunteer to be double-bagged at the Cosby Kroger. <laughs> double-bagged. A hit batter in Rosie O'Donnell. A hit batter in Rosie O'Donnell. Name two people who might charge the mound. <laughs> you know, she gets angry at those softball games, you know. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Don't get hurt. <laughs> She's so... in the league of her own. You know? <laughs> Don't trip. <laughs> Don't read anything into that, please. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much. The show. <laughs> 157, look out. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video this is jerry seinfeld and why are you listening to a replay of the kimmer show don't forget the kimmer's on monday through friday noon to three on news radio 1067 so don't forget to miss it the kimmer's teeth are like the stars well thank you they come out at night <laughs> the kimmer show on news radio 1067 thank you so very much oh my god 205, and it's only me. Give it away some tickets. Good old boy.
Yeah, boy. 205. Call it 206 almost here on News Radio 1067. I got your calls here. We're going to give away these tickets. Mentioned earlier, James Best, known for his role as Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane in the comedy Dukes of Hazard, has passed away. He was 88 years old, had pneumonia, and he was 88, for God's sake. So, anyway, he's a very famous character in TV lore, the Dukes of Hazard. So, we're asking you to do your best uh, Sheriff Roscoe P. Coltrane impression to see who's going to win these tickets for the Braves game next Monday night. Four tickets. Go see against the Marlins. 844-404-1067. Lines are jammed. Here's a chance on line one. Chance, welcome to the Kimber Show. How's it going? Hey, boys. It's Roscoe P. Coltrane on the ham. I got a prostitute sting steam to get them boot boys hog-tied and finally tarred and feathered out of town. <laughs> Put him on hold. Well done, Chance. And Mark is on line two, News Radio 1067. Mark, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, camera. Uh, what do you got? All right, here we go. Here we go. It's Sheriff Fosco Pete Coltrane of the Hazard County Sheriff's Office. I'm in hot pursuit of them Duke boys, boss. Could you quick hang on, Flash? <laughs> well done, Mark. Uh, Delilah on three, uh, News Radio 1067. Hello, Delilah. Hello. Uh, you're on the radio. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Very fine. Give us a little impression, sweetie. Oh, you donkey. All right. Well, that's not going to work. All right. How about uh, Tony on four on News Radio 1067? Hello, Tony. Hi, Tori. I'm sorry. Is it Tori? Tori. Tori. Hey, how's it going, man? Yes, sir. Welcome. It's going fine. Hello. How you doing? Very well. What you got for us? Uh, Okay. Uh, Duke. Hello, Duke. It's Sheriff Roscoe. Sheriff Roscoe, are you there? Uh, Bo, Bo and the boys, they tied me up. I need your help. Please, please, I need your help. Please help me. They tied right. me up. All right, Tori, hold on a second. It's Tori on four. Line five is Gary on News Radio 1067. Hello, Gary. What do you have for us, sir? Enos, this is Roscoe Pico Train. We got them Duke boys in sight. We're going to cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and line six is Mike on News Radio 1067. Hiya, Mike. Fire away, my friend. Oops, a daisy. Did we lose Mike? We lost Mike. All right. Oh. Hey, Mike, you there? Uh, that. No, we lost. Oh, bad. I'm sorry, man. Heartbreaker. All right. Well, now, uh, and Kara, you can get in on this. Kara, do you have a favorite? Uh, see, I don't know what she can. She can motion to you on the line uh, one or two or three or four or whatever. Got to go the first one. All right. Let's put, it, put that line on again. Let's see. Hey, Chance, guess what, man? You win. That Super was pretty. Five, yes, thank you. You started off with a pretty high level of excellence there. For, and we're going to give you these four tickets for Monday night against the Marlins at Turner Field uh, next Monday night coming up next week. Well done. Welcome. And congratulations, Chance. I'll put you back on hold. And uh, thank you, Kara, for helping out. And thank you all for being part of this, too. We, we always have fun giving away this stuff. And, uh, in fa- oh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, you know, what the heck? While we're let, let, uh, put uh, to- uh, Tori. On line uh, four, let's see if he's still with us. Hey, Tori, you still on the radio? Oh, that was Delilah. Let's see. Hey, Tori, you still with me? Tori, I I tell you what I do have. Yes, sir. Tori, can you hear me? Uh, Tori, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm still here. All right. I have two tickets to the Georgia Tech football home opener in September at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Two tickets to go see the Georgia Tech football opener in September. Would you like those tickets? Yes, I would. I would very you? much would like them. Excellent. Well, we'll put you on hold. Uh, uh, all right, Tori, congratulations. Tori on four. And Kara, if we can, t- uh, she may not be able to hear us if she's working on the phones, but we'll keep him on four and uh, give away these tickets to her. Can we make sure she knows that? Okay, great. Well done. Okay, thank you all. Well done. There we go. All right, 209, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. 844 
404-1067. We haven't mentioned much about the magazine Rolling Stone facing uh, serious charges of slander and libel and character assassination and so forth after that ridiculous rape story at the University of Virginia, which turned out to be a complete crock. Which the worst part about that is, is, of course, that it makes girls feel like it's inevitable that they're going to be a rape victim. And this business of, you know, 30 percent of women in college are, are raped or assaulted sexually during their. That's just not true. That's not even close to being true. And it makes women feel like they're they're bound to be victims, which doesn't make them respect men very much. And I'll tell you what, uh, there's a, a very famous judge and you know who that is, uh, who has been extremely upset about what's happening. And he says, Judge Napolitano says that these uh, these people at Rolling Stone should be sued and sued good. The fraternity as an institution and the individual members of it are clearly the victims here. They were victimized by a plot between the alleged victim of the rape that didn't happen, the editor of Rolling Stone, and the person that put the story together. I hope they do file the lawsuit. I hope they do get a courageous judge or a courageous appellate court that says the facts here are so outrageous. This was such a reckless disregard for the difference between truth and falsity. We want a jury to evaluate everything that happened here because the people who did this need to be shamed, and if they have financial assets, need to be punished. And the students themselves, two of them who were in, in, mentioned in the article and actually never talked to the reporter, are also saying uh, that, that uh, something's got to be done. If maybe she went through something very traumatic at some point in her life, that's manifesting itself in this story. Now, whether the actual details of the story itself are true or not, um, you know, it seems like they're, they're probably not. I think it's, you know, very unlikely. Can I say 100%, you know, that absolutely nothing happened that night? No, I can't say that 100%. But, you know, based on sort of her track record and some of the huge inconsistencies, you know, with the, the perpetrator not even existing, I don't think there's any basis to say that this was likely at all. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, uh, just a despicable. And they didn't fire anybody. Rolling Stone magazine did not fire anybody, didn't fire an editor, didn't fire a copywriter, didn't fire the reporter, nothing. Nothing happened. That's what's going to cost them in court. I, th- I still think the issue is going to be whether they can prove they re- they've suffered damages and whether they're due money because of what happened to- in the article. But again, uh, something's got to be done because this is just ridiculous. Rolling Stone won't even, won't even discipline the writer and won't even fire her. Unbelievable. All right, I've got like four news lines coming up here shortly. 212, but first, here. <laughs> The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride Look home up. on News Radio 1067. Stand by, stand by. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charlene <laughs> Tilton. And are you gonna finish that bacon? <laughs> and this portion of our show is brought to you by the new hit song from Joni Mitchell. Huh? Help me, I think I've fallen <laughs> and I can't get up. And now here's your host. Thank you. The ISDN guy from somewhere. <laughs> no, that's so you're so closer. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. On News Radio 1067. 219. How about some rock and roll? <laughs> With Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Mercy! Joan Jett wishes she could give her 15 year old self a document and. A little talking to of what she was doing back in the day of her childhood and teenage years. Joan Jett says there are very few photos or videos of the Runaways. That was her first group way back when she was 15. She says teenagers don't think that far ahead. Joan Jett will be one of the inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this month. 
And she says the Rock Hall needs to induct more women. Joan Jett says women in rock are out there. In any city, there's an all-girl rock band somewhere, but they don't seem to get as much attention, and she says that's wrong. There you go, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. One of the great band names, the Blackhearts, you know. Rock and roll, baby. And a couple of quick birthdays here. Media commentator Hotting Carter III. He's been around for a long time. He's 80 today for crying out loud. And uh, Pete's off. He's getting his stress tests and heart stuff, so he isn't in here today. But in honor of his sports report, holy crap at sports with Pete Davis, Hall of Famer Tony Dorsett, great running back, 61 today. Wow. 61. You can believe that. And, uh, you know, remember a Tiki Barber, one of the Barber twins? Tiki Barber played, was he, uh, for the Giants, I think, wasn't he? He was mostly? a running back, Giants. Running back for the Giants. Well, he retired, and then he became an analyst. And I remember one of the first, and he's 40 years old today, Tiki Barber, 40 today. One of his first ever comments in the booth, I recall, he was blasting, uh, 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 what's his name, Manning, not Ian Manning, uh, I, uh, what's his Eli? Eli Manning. He was blasting him, saying that the team didn't pay attention, that he was a weakling, and he, you know, he, was, he didn't shout out commands. He was kind of weak and stuff in the huddle, and nobody respected him. And the players said, no, that's crap. The reason he was doing it, because he wanted to make a name for himself as a commentator. He was afraid that as a former football player, he wouldn't criticize his old team. And when the Giants were playing and he was in the booth, he's saying, oh, Eli Manning, yeah, nobody likes him. He can't do anything. He's, uh, you know, they don't trust him in the huddle. He never, he can't even talk. He's just real weak. He's real quiet and he's not really a leader. And they all said, whoa, 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 that's not true. Anyway, he was just doing it to make a name for himself. So everybody's got to have something. There you go. (laughs) 221. Uh, He may have one. I don't know. He he may have had one. Because they had had a couple of wins in, in the Five or six. Well, we'll 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 look it up. He, I mean, he may have a ring. I don't know. Or Conde or you know, Ronde, but was it Ronde? Was Ronde's it Tampa Bay? Right. He's yeah. a cornerback. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's only me. Two twenty. How about a newsbreaker line? Who's on the old newsbreaker line? Good afternoon, Kim. This is Charles Barkley. You know, I don't mind waiting enough. And, you know, you want to ramble on about things that happened in the sixties? That's fine. But <laughs> sorry, I mean, Charles. your show, if you think about it, is very educational. It is really. <laughs> well, I mean, I never realized how much Regis Philbin sounded like Dudley Do Right until you did that. Is that your final answer now? <laughs> I mean, I closed my eyes and I thought that was Regis, you know. Oh, no, that's why Lee is slightly whiplash. <laughs> I always thought that Regis was the voice of Pop out of Sailor Man anyway, you know. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> Blow me down, Riptop. Man, I can't believe I'm in a good mood. I lost 12 dimes last night on the bat. <laughs> yeah, you picked Wisconsin, did you? Oh, man, I mm. agree with Wisconsin's coach. That was a dirty game, Kemmer. A dirty game? Well, of course, I was watching it at Manuel's Tavern. So I've been <laughs> my... That's just the, the crud I mean, on the, the screen. screen was dirty. I don't know about the play. <laughs> Man, you notice all them liberals in the media who ripped Charles Barkley, a new Alec Baldwin, and I cleaned that one up. Yeah, they were all over me for, you know, defending the police in Ferguson, Missouri. Yeah. But now they loves me because I come out in defense of the girly man in Indiana. Have you noticed that? No, is that right? Really? Oh, yeah, I was named employed a month at Cox Broadcasting. I don't even work over there, man. You know, Cox Broadcasting is a division of men's warehouse, which is not a clothing store, but a warehouse. Wear suits. <laughs> over there. Hey, did you see where they're holding city elections today in Ferguson? Ferguson city elections, yeah, Missouri. Yeah, yeah polls open bright and early at 1 p.m. <laughs> so grab a 40, a box of blunts, and vote for the cop killer hater of your choice over there. <laughs> and remember, you don't have to pay for them in the store either. 
<laughs> oh, absolutely not. Just shove the and, clerk know, around and walk out. You know, no big deal. You know, if somebody shoots you, you're the victim, right? That's right. Yeah. I can't you know, aim your car at the Smyrna police and try to run them down, but you're the victim. But you're the victim, huh? <laughs> Where are we living, Kimmel? Russia? Is this you're Russia? Like Waynette from Tifton, <laughs> this man. This is Russia. I ain't talked to you since the Falcons got fined for popping in that excessive noise at the Joe Dome yeah, last season. At the Joe Dome noise. Yeah. Hey, they even played some... Uh, Recordings of fake excitement from the chemist's final wife, you know, an expert in feigning <laughs> ecstasy, you know. Oh, oh, Matt Ryan, right there, baby, it is so good. Don't, don't, don't stop. stop. Don't stop throwing them interceptions. <laughs> You know, Kimmer never seemed fair to me. You really was that right, sir? What would mean? Well, how can fake ecstasy result in real jury? <laughs> I mean, you know, you should have given a costume, Julie, man, and a cubic zirconia or something. It don't seem... I keep going to Solomon Brothers. What am I thinking? Just... Maybe I should part of these things instead of betting dimes on basketball games. I know nothing about I'm perfect. By the way, how the Hawks doing? Well, you should know that. Charles, you're the NBA guy. I mean... <laughs> Get back to you. <laughs> Sounds good. I love it. All right, but there you are. <laughs> Look out. 225. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. You want to look at some weird video out there roaming around the internet and the uh, World Wide Web. In Montreal, a woman was driving along with her child in the car and she saw another car get into an accident and then take off. So she followed the hit-and-run driver, and she stopped when he stopped, and all of a sudden he got out of the car and went over to the woman who was following him and fired up his chainsaw. That's the mother telling her little baby child to get down because the guy was coming at him in the car with a chainsaw, running chainsaw. Screaming at him, and I mean, it's unbelievable. And he got away, then he took off, and you're still looking for him. But can you imagine having your baby in the car, and you're like, well, it's a two or three or whatever year old kid, and the guy comes at you with a chainsaw? Well, I, it's too bad. It's Montreal, so Canada. I don't think they have guns up there in Canada. And that's, you know, shoot him. The guy comes at you with your chainsaw running and comes at your car, shoot him. <laughs> you know. And, and we had another case of, of justifiable shooting, too, in uh, DeKalb County. Some idiot stole a, uh, an SUV. And then gave chase to the cops, and he tried to block him in with four different cop cars. He rammed a whole bunch of cop cars trying to get out and then aimed his big uh, SUV that he stole at the police and uh, drove at him trying to get him, and so they shot him. Uh, Unfortunately, he didn't die, so, you know, he can still go do it again when he gets out because, you know, they're going to say, well, he was just, you know, his mommy didn't love him when he was four, and she blew smoke in his face when he was seven. So let's give him a break here. And somebody's going to blame the cops for shooting the guy who tried to run him over with a car again. Jesus, give me a break. 227 with the camera. News Radio 1067. This is Barack Obama, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. And if you keep listening, you will be audited. Let me be clear. Don't forget, the camera's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Stockbridge, Georgia, where Mayor Tim Thompson not only gives you the key to the city, he tells you where you can stick it. (laughs) And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you so much. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 234. Happy Tuesday. 
Hey boy, Charlie Thomas of the Drifters and your shoes get so is 78 today. Wow. One of the great, great groups of all time. Uh, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. A couple of newsbreaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> Also, uh, this was the day a jazz singer-songwriter Billy Holiday, known as Lady Day, was born in Philadelphia in 1915. Oh, and an interesting little historical note, way before our time, but in 1949, the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical South Pacific opened on Broadway. And this morning, uh, when John Boy came in, I gave him a list of songs I want him to pull to find for me for my bumper music and stuff. And one of them was the following song, and I think you thought it was some kind of dirty version of a, of a filthy, dirty song from South Pacific. I'm going to wash that man right out of my head. Now, John Boy said, you can't, you got to be kidding. What, what the hell? I said, John, it's just, it's an old phrase from, the, you know, before World War II, <laughs> where... If he's bugging you, just wash him away. Wash him out of your hair. Is it? Sure. <laughs> I swear, that's, that's totally innocent in every possible way. Send him on his way. 1949, this show open. Holy moly. All right, look out. It's only me, 236. How about a newsmaker line? See who's on there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Cameron. This is uh, George W. Bush calling. <laughs> Mr. President W., it's an honor, sir. How's it going? I guess you've been following my brother, Jeb. He's in real trouble for... Uh, Checking Hispanic in his voter <laughs> yeah, registration. That's you... right. He checked Hispanic for his race and led 2008. Like, yeah, kind of weird. I said, good, Jeb. Maybe you can come over this weekend and mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I figure an election-bound young man could use a few extra dollars. When you finish, drop over at the yacht club there, Hoy Polloy. Christening your sloop, are you? It's funny. Get your foot off the boat. <laughs> Thank you. You do the honors, Boogie. I christen thee the flying wasp. Hey, it's my buddy. It's Swanson. You got me on Swanson. I, I couldn't get to there. Sorry. I almost got kissed by a million yeah, Something. I think you're being too hard on Rand Paul's choice of outfit. Really? I mean, well, I just, apparently, know. that's all they had in the adult granimal section this series. <laughs> I mean, the kid's a shrimp. He's hard to shop for like his old man. <laughs> I mean, when Rand was born, Ron Paul passed out cigar butt. <laughs> <laughs> on Rand Paul's driver's license picture, you can see his shoes. He's a short guy, I'm telling you. His underwear has cuffs. He's not tall. <laughs> I guess you know how Rand Paul is preparing for the presidential debates. No, I don't know how he is, sir. Cover me, John Boy. Yeah. He's going on a low podium diet. A low podium diet. <laughs> a low podium yeah. diet. <laughs> you know, Rand Paul has a lot of supporters on the Atlanta Hawks roster. On the Hawks roster, really? Oh, they're nuts over him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nuts over him. <laughs> they move it along. I understand well, he starts a newscast that someone stole an ambulance from Grady Hospital. Yeah, the Grady Ambulance. I guess so. they figured they weren't going to need it because <laughs> most Grady pickups are, are usually in a hearse, right? <laughs> well, I mean, why eliminate the middleman? Take him right downstairs, officer. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn off the siren, Bob. He's headed to Grady. Stop for lunch, man. <laughs> there you go. 
No, I, they're going to catch this thief. I know they are yeah, because the ambulance be, is being chased by Goodyear shooter attorney Maoli Davis. He's right behind him. So <laughs> Maoli Davis and associates blame the police first. <laughs> We're the criminals, the victims. Is that their slogan? I <laughs> Maoli Davis and associates play chicken with the cops. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. President. (laughs) Look out. It's only me. 239. I tell you what, John Boy, let's get quickly to Mike, and then I'll do another newspaker line. Hey, Mike, thanks for holding. Welcome to the Kimber Show on News Radio 1067. Yes, sir. Mike, yeah, how you doing? I'm just a small time talk show attorney. All right, sir. But I think listening to the camera is perfectly legal in uh, all aspects. I, I tell you, we're losing the line. Ah, uh, Mike, I'm sorry, man. We're losing the line. Ah, uh, bad line, bad line. Sorry, buddy. He was doing a little Roscoe for us here just for kicks. We gave away tickets based on it a little while ago. How about another newsmaker line? What the heck? We'll see you Sunday. Good afternoon. Cameron. Hey, yes. <laughs> yeah, the phone went dead there for a second. <laughs> sorry, Bill Clinton calling. President Sticky. How's it going? I couldn't hear you for a minute there. I am so worried that uh, my wife, Hillary Clinton, forgot to wipe her server clean. I mean, (laughs) look at how much trouble that got me into. (laughs) I learned an important lesson from that day in the Oval Office. Did you, sir? Yeah. You should deal with problems as soon as you... Encounter them. Encounter them. (laughs) I mean, when you arrive on a problem like that, you should deal with it right then and there. That's what I've learned. Well, the Al Jazeera Constitution took a break from not reporting on Benghazi, the IRS scandal, the VA hospital, Jonathan Gruber, Hillary's emails, to write a hit piece about the out-and-out fighting between the city officials and Stockbridge. Yeah, it's pretty rough over there, you big know. Big scandal, and, yeah. And it's nothing like the Atlanta city government, where the only thing that gets banged up is a mayor's girlfriend. <laughs> I understand so far, Kimmer, yeah. uh, council members Alfonso Thomas and Lakeisha Gann have rebuffed Mayor Tim Thompson's attempt to work things out. It work things out, really? Yeah, I think it was the phrase, work out, that they objected to. <laughs> if they could have cruised it out or slept it out or you know, maybe loafed it out, it, they probably would have loafed it out. The <laughs> By now. <laughs> Boy, times have changed. Have you seen where a judge ruled it is now legal to serve divorce papers via Facebook? Facebook, yeah. yeah. They call me, uh, call him old-fashioned, but Newt Gingrich says he still prefers the old reliable drop him on the wife's dead bed approach. <laughs> you know, catch her in her most fell of her state. <laughs> you know, while she's signing the divorce papers, Newt can forge your name on the do not resuscitate order. So, I mean, that was a rumor. I don't know that it was ever proved. <laughs> yeah, what's this plug for? It doesn't look important. I think I'll pull it out. Oh, one more thing. Yes, sir, Mr. Brown. You have Kara's phone number. She won't give it to me. <laughs> she won't give it to me either, Mr. President. The Kimmer Now and right, News Weather and Traffic on your ride Stand home by. on News Radio 1067. Right, here we go. Stand by. My George, this is Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Mr. Magoo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yeah. is brought to you by Lotrimon. Oh, you know how much it cost them to pull that controversial <laughs> ad? Cover me, John Boy. Yeah. <laughs>
a fistful of dollars. Hey, <laughs> George, Thank I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yes, indeed. And now here's your host, Kim Dude, Peterson. McGoo, you've done it again. Two forty-nine. It's only the Kimmer. It's only me. Hold on, Amy. Get right back to you. Bassist Ben McKee of Imagine Dragons is thirty today. Uh, and by the way, if, if you aren't familiar, about this time yesterday, I mentioned this ad I saw on TV. Pete and I watched it on the screen while we were here in the booth on uh, for Lotrimin. Is it Lotrimin? Lotrimin. And if you haven't heard about if you didn't hear me talking about it earlier, I'll, I'll <laughs> update you again. First, let's get to Amy on News Radio 1067 uh, with an update. Uh, she called earlier Operation Soldier at Ease, looking for help to build a house for a wounded warrior. Amy, welcome back to the program. What, what you got to know what's going on here? Thanks for having me. First of all, uh, thanks to Greg, who was more than willing to donate the heating and air system. He called him immediately. Wow. And we got back to him, and uh, major thanks to him for wanting to do that. So we've moved on to the outside of the house, and now we're looking for siding and laborers. So anybody who would like to help with that, we are grateful for, for any volunteers. Excellent. So Again, this you, is a, a group called Operation Soldier at Ease, and that's uh, you can, they can look you up on the web that way, I'm guessing, right? Operation Soldier at Ease, and you're building a house for a wounded warrior who had uh, suffered some uh, brain injuries uh, fighting yes. for his country, and uh, you're going to get him a house, and I'm just so thrilled to be able to uh, to do our part in this, Amy. Please keep us posted, and the best, of, very best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Good to talk to you. Amy there when she got some help earlier from you, the listener. The Kimmer Corps came through once again, like always. 251. Okay, another news break. I'll see you on there, and then I'll update the Lotrimin. But first, good afternoon. Hey, it's Charlton. Why Austin. the hell can I hear anything when I call? I mean, I know I'm dead, but I just don't. It's just so scary. I'm sorry, sir. Didn't mean to Has fake anyone you. called in with a Roscoe P. Coltrane yet? <laughs> Not yet, sir. Let me try it. All right, sir. I don't really remember how this goes. All right, it's sir. Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> Kimber, I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was really dead. I, I'm trying to as close as I can get. That's really close, sir. Did I tell you about the time I met Clayton County Sheriff Victor Hill? No, I didn't hear about that. He accused me of talking down to him. I said, how can I help it, Victor? You're four foot eight in elevator shoes. Used to play handball on the curb with Mike Fratello. This is Roscoe P. Coach. No, wait a minute. <laughs> on the curb with Mike Fratello. I met Fuko Sheriff Jackie McBarrett one time, too. She told me the security at the Fuko jail was about as lax as an evening with Junior Roberts. I don't know. Guys were rolling out of the cells. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I should have worked on that a little more before I go. No, no, it's all right, sir. <laughs> Roscoe Coltrane. Dukes of Hazard used to be the management team over there at Clear Channel, I think. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hey, I don't know, uh, Mr. Heston. Yeah, you know, sir. I'm not really into the whole women's lib movement, yeah, but I but... think it's high time that we put a woman on a 20. Put a woman on a 20? Well, I mean, the last time I was in Shorter, Alabama, I put 20 on John Boy's girlfriend in the fourth race. I mean... Catch <laughs> <laughs> that rabbit, baby. <laughs> Turn about is fair play, damn me. Yeah, I love it. Well, in San Francisco, police found a 90-year-old yeah. mummified woman yeah. in a house filled with vermin. Vermin, mummified. It turned out it was Nancy Pelosi meeting with her Democrat donors. False alarm. <laughs> you people go to your homes. There's nothing yeah, more to be seen moving. here. Texas company is planning <laughs> a mission to Mars that'll take 39 days in flight. In flight? 
Wow. They're partnering with Delta, who will offer Mars travelers a whopping 600, count them, 600 sky miles. <laughs> That's for the cut back on their total mileage. Oh, yeah, the new slogan is Delta. Give us a mile and we'll give you an inch. <laughs> I don't think that's your I'm not bitter. <laughs> no. It's a fine airline. I fly it a lot. It's a wonderful okay. airline. That's right. <laughs> And now it's time for oh, a visitor from the east, yes, the sir. amazing Charnak, Charnak, the Magnificent. The Magnificent. The answer is shrimp cocktail. Shrimp cocktail. <clears throat> How would you ask Rand Paul if he wants a drink? Oh. Cocktail shrimp. <laughs> the answer to this question is take matters into your own hands. Take matters into your own hands. What is an incorrect way to apply a Lamotrin? <laughs> you haven't seen the ad. You're supposed to put it on your feet is what I'm trying yes, to say. Yes, that's that commercial was itchy feet. Is... I know, but I hold it in my head, ladies and gentlemen. The final, final thank you. For the evening. Thank God. May your only daughter volunteer to be double bagged at the Cosby Kroger. <laughs> double bagged. A hit batter in Rosie O'Donnell. A hit batter in Rosie O'Donnell. Name two people who might charge the bound. <laughs> you know, she gets angry at those softball games, you know. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Don't get hurt. <laughs> so... She's in the league of her own. You know? <laughs> Don't trip. <laughs> Don't read anything into that, please. <laughs> Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look out. 255, it's only the camera. News Radio 1067 844 Almost out of time. And again, about this time yesterday, I mentioned Pete and I were looking at the monitors here while we're doing the show, and there was a commercial for Lotrimin. We couldn't hear it at the time, but you can only see it. And I'll set the stage, and I'll have to do this as a, as a, in a family style. I don't think it's too bawdy. A man and woman, a man and his husband and wife in bed together, uh, covers pulled up to their chins. All of a sudden, guys, we all know this uh, situation. All of a sudden, the over the gentleman in bed, there is sort of a tent forming. And in this tent, under the covers, in this tent that popped up suddenly, there is some uh, motion. It's as though uh, you're, like, driving over a really bumpy road and uh, the movement in the tent that popped up over the <laughs> husband laying in bed. And finally, the wife, well, in fact, here's the actual audio of the commercial. But again, you see the picture, husband, wife, and she's looking over, and there's this, this movement under the tent over her husband uh, where she says. What are you doing? <laughs> and that is when he, she throws back the covers to see him scratching his foot. Athlete's foot can be embarrassing. Anyway, Lotterman, but they've apparently pulled it off the air. We can't find it anywhere now, and John Boy had to search for it today, so... Anyway, uh, pretty funny and pretty weird. All right, look out. It's only a Kimmer. Tomorrow we do it all over again on Hump Day. And, uh, Kara, thank you so much for filling in, doing such a great job with John Boy here uh, in Pete's absence. Oh, yeah. oh, what's that? It's my carpet bleeding. In. I broke my carpet. Son of a... This is Bill O'Reilly, and we'd like to thank you for listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Be sure to... I can't read that. What does it say? Screw it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.